0: Create an Unstoppable Life, episode number 108. Create an Unstoppable Life is all about mindset for the high achiever, to help you build a life of fulfillment and freedom. I'm your host, Dina George, MD, a mindset and marketing coach, and a family medicine physician. It's an honor to spend time with you today. Hello and welcome back. It's an honor that you're here. We are already at 108 episodes. This podcast baby is growing up. (laughs) My son's growing up too. 19 next month. Seems like yesterday we were eating gummy bears and roller skating. Smile. A few announcements. Number one, the Taos Adventure. Refresh your business, your marketing, and your soul. At this tiny pop-up retreat for women hosted by Dr. Aaron Weissman and me, You met her on episode 100, the celebration episode. You know her from the podcast, Dr. Me First. She is passionate about optimizing life and optimizing business, and we are joining forces to help you with yours. The date's August 22 through 26 in Taos, New Mexico. Number two, four mistakes physicians make with their website. The last session of this complimentary class is on Sunday, July 25, at 6 p.m. Central. The link to sign up for both events is in the episode description. You can also find it on Instagram, at DinaGeorgeMD, in the bio section. This podcast is part of Doctor Podcast Network, and here's a word from this episode's sponsor. It's not a secret that doctors have a hard time creating a professional-looking digital presence. Having a dynamic website, ranking in Google, or growing your volume of patient reviews, those are not easy tasks. We're too busy to figure it out on our own. Over the last 20 years, Advice Media has developed the pyramid of success to help physicians do just this. Do you want to attract more patients, generate more calls and emails, enhance brand awareness, protect your online reputation? Schedule a demo with Advice Media to learn how. On top of that, receive a $60 Amazon gift card just for chatting with them. Three in five patients will choose one provider over another because of a strong online presence. Are you making sure that you're the one who stands out? Don't delay booking your demo today. Go to drpodcastnetwork.com forward slash advice media. Again, drpodcastnetwork.com forward slash advice media. On to today's episode we are talking about something that happens to so many of us. It's experiencing those times in life when it feels like we're failing. Not doing okay, not doing average, more extreme than that. The only thing we see is failure. And we see it in every aspect of our life and our work. We're just going to call this failing on every front. Remember those books years ago, Where's Waldo?, Like there'd be a whole page, a whole scene, and you had to find the character Waldo. It's like the book in reverse. Where isn't Waldo? Because he's everywhere. And in fact, it's all we can see. So we have to really look hard to find a place that Waldo isn't. Just like in our life, we have to look really hard to find where failure isn't. Have you experienced this? Yeah, me too. It's a high achiever thing, I'm convinced. It's rare to discuss because it feels terrible. It feels personal, and the natural tendency when something feels terrible and personal is to isolate or hide. When others don't look like they're experiencing it, we just believe they can't possibly understand. That's what we tell ourselves. It's only me. I can't share it. I don't want them to think poorly of me. I don't want them to feel bad for me. Here's what comes next. The judgment. Ah. The thoughts like, if I wasn't so impulsive to make that decision... If I wasn't so optimistic when I made those plans, if I wasn't so trusting, I should have, I can't believe I, all those things. Does any of that sound familiar? At the risk of sounding redundant, getting ahead in life is more about unlearning the habits and old ways, unlearning the judgment that comes so easily and so frequently, unlearning the default to compare ourselves to others, especially to those who look like they have it all. We need to unlearn about 10 times more things than we need to learn. And it's only by unlearning that we create opportunity to learn. It's kind of like having a very full backpack with stuff we're not using. It's only by emptying it out that we can make it usable, put in the stuff that we do want. The old habits, they're so deeply ingrained and it's part of the human experience. Being human, our mind favors comfort and familiar over almost anything else. Here's a quote. Our intentions, while necessary, are only guesses. It's from the book Drinking from the River of Light by the poet Mark Nepo. That's how we build life, through setting intentions and taking action on them. And hear this now before we go any farther or hear this again. Intentions are only guesses. We have no idea what it's going to take to complete the intention. We have no idea how the intention is gonna work out, if it will work out, or when it will work out. Here's an example. At my medical school years before me, a gentleman entered with the intention of graduating in four years. And during those four years, he sustained a cervical spinal cord injury. It was quite a while before he returned as a student to graduate. So that four-year intention, it was a guess. It took longer, but he figured out how to become a physician, how to become board certified. It looked very different than the intention. You will notice so much of life is like this. We set an intention and here's what happens. We enter into the unknown, the uncertain, this thing called real life. It's like what happens in a lab versus what happens in real life. They're very different. In a lab, an experiment can work perfectly. Let's say all the cancer cells are inhibited perfectly by a certain substance. And put that substance in the body, and it's a very different result. So we hold ourselves to the expectation of the intention. And we judge ourselves by the intention. The book was supposed to be written in three months. The trip was supposed to be once in a lifetime and filled with these beautiful memories. The time off was supposed to be filled with rest and rejuvenation. The relationship was supposed to lead to marriage. The marriage was supposed to lead to children. The career was supposed to be rewarding. Do you see how it goes? Do you see what happens? How we see ourselves, how we label ourselves as failures when real life doesn't match the intention or doesn't match it fast enough? We grade ourselves on how much that intention came true in the timeline that it was supposed to happen in. I set the intention to be accepted to medical school the first time. It took four. There was a lot of mind chatter, a lot of judgment during the following three applications. And I think part of me kept going because I didn't want to label myself as a failure permanently. If I quit, it could never change. So I had to keep going because I didn't like that term failure. I didn't want it. So what do intentions have to do with failing on all fronts? It's simple. When we judge ourselves or rate ourselves on the past intentions, we often fail. And one failure opens up Pandora's box so that all we see is failure. Look here, failure. Look there. Our mind goes to, I can't even do that right, more failure. Look over there, failing. Everywhere we look, we simply find more and more things to judge ourselves with. I'm not practicing, I'm not using, I'm wasting, I'm not living up to my potential, I can't get the basics right. Lots and lots of mind chatter. And it's very common mind chatter. If we all sat in a room, those of us who do feel this way, those of us who have felt this way, we would think that somebody was reading our mind rather than these are their thoughts. So it's beat down after beat down after beat down. There's more and more reasons to put ourselves down. And what happens is that the trivial becomes relevant and it becomes another weapon we use against ourselves. So instead of not meeting the attention we created by guessing, we're on the highway to stress and finding more evidence that we suck, we're not worthy, and it's really not going to change. I think it starts out innocently with thoughts like, I think I can set the intention. I want to set the intention. We can do this, set the intention. And then comes in a little bit of doubt. And the first obstacle, or the second obstacle, and you know who walks in the room? Uncertainty. And brings its best friend. Uncertainty likes to travel with fear. And together they open the door, and outwaltzes judgment and comparison, holding hands, demonstrating their solidarity, and they open the door to guilt and shame, because those two travel together as well. guilt and shame because the intention wasn't met, guilt and shame because it wasn't what it was supposed to be, it wasn't fun, it wasn't pretty, it wasn't good enough. And now the word failures in our minds, and we're talking capital letters, exclamation points. The human brain. Whatever we're thinking about, we find more evidence to prove it's true. Have you ever felt down, like sad, or feeling like you're not getting anywhere in life, and you go on social media? And within a few minutes, you have even more reasons to feel down. All the comparison that comes up, and the judgment, and the reminders of what you didn't follow through on, or the reminders that your life looks differently than it was supposed to. It's kind of like walking down a road thinking about how unfriendly people are and then noticing every grimace, every interaction that looks unpleasant, every car that cuts another car off, every person who's not paying attention and getting in your way. That's what our human brain does, constantly scans the environment, takes in more information about whatever we're thinking about to prove it's true, it's real, it's relevant. Failure no different. When we've labeled ourselves, judged ourselves, put ourselves down, perseverated on should, when we've graded the term paper of our life, F, what we're doing is we're telling our mind to find more reasons, more evidence that it's true. Look at every aspect of life, find more of the same, what should have been, what we aren't but should be, what we didn't do, didn't finish, who we wronged, how we scorned somebody. The door essentially opens up to any pain point that we've experienced or contributed towards. It's like it's time to dredge it all back up. That's how it becomes failing on every front. It starts from one perceived failure, just one. One unmet intention or expectation, and from there it grows. Kind of like the sweet potato vines in the Texas summer. Have you all seen this plant? It is prolific. We could also say that it grows like a rumor in middle school. Same idea. Rapidly. Failure. Which what we're talking about is perceived failure because it's all in our mind. It's how we label something. It grows easily. And it doesn't take much for a tiny mound of failure to grow into a ginormous mountain. Instead of being in front of you, the mountain becomes all around you. It traps you. It overwhelms you. And my friends, this is shared with so much love because many of us are hurting. We truly believe we are failing and not just failing a little, but failing in every aspect of our life. It's all we see. And here's the good news, because it's time for some good news, right? It's not true. It's simply not. Have you ever had a friend that thinks there's something wrong with their physical appearance? Like in their words, they say their nose is too big or too small, their lips are too thin, their hairline is off, they're too large, they're too small, and you love them. You don't see it. You don't agree. It's just their perception. It's how they view themselves. It's a distortion. It's all their mind is showing them that this one thing or these few things are off. They find more evidence for the same. failures the same way. The failure that we internalize, we personalize, it's ours. And notice that others who care about us, they won't agree. They don't agree. But we'll never know until we actually tell them that we see ourselves as failing or see ourselves as failure. They'll never know the burdens that we carry until we tell them. The failure we carry is a story, and we're the villain in the story. There is no hero. There is no triumph. There is no victory. And none of this is true. You know, I've worn glasses for years. I'm so thankful for it. If I pick up anyone else's glasses, I see a distorted image. That's what can happen in our mind. The view becomes distorted. The mind is working to convince us that it's all true and relevant and necessary and we are failing all over the place. Except it's not true. We're simply wearing the lenses of failure. So of course that's all we see. We're wearing the glasses that all they find is failure. Of course that's what we see. In this podcast, you're the hero. You're the high achiever who is working to learn, grow, and do better in life, with life. There is no failing. There's only learning. Learning as many times as it takes. Each time, standing back up, dusting off, and deciding which direction to go. I failed three times in my application to medical school. I didn't stay there. It was getting back up each time, no matter how injured I felt. So that the fourth time was a success. Recognizing when we are on the ground is the first step. Looking at all the labels and the judgment that surround us. Recognizing how we are holding ourselves up to an intention or an expectation that hasn't been met or wasn't exactly met. And then deciding to stop attacking ourselves. That's the next step. The step where we drop the weapon and we stop looking for more evidence that we failed. The difference between people is the story they tell themselves. How much they believe what they think. How much they label themselves. How much is considered failure versus the cost of up-leveling your life. In the hospital lately, we've had a number of heart failure patients. They present with volume overload. Overload meaning fluid in their lungs or fluid throughout their body because their heart just can't keep up. And they need diuresis, which means the fluid to be removed from the body because the heart's overwhelmed. There are some fantastic IV medicines that do this, and many patients respond really well, and some don't. Their kidneys can't handle it, or their blood pressure drops, or something else happens. We didn't fail them by working to remove the fluid. We tried We monitored, we learned about their body's response to this treatment, we learned that this approach right now isn't working for them, and there's no way to know that in advance. The intention from the beginning was to improve their heart function, or try to, improve their energy and exercise tolerance, or try to, help them feel better, help them breathe better, Trying, learning, working on an alternate plan, there is no failing. Intentions are guesses. You won't know what it's going to take until you get there. Intentions are guesses. A little failure can easily become massive failure on every front because of how the human brain functions. Here's what you get to do. You get to stop believing it's true. You get to stop believing everything you think. You get to stop the cycle of looking for more evidence to put yourself down with. Because all it's doing is creating a prison. You get to put the weapon down that you're using to beat yourself up with. No matter how many times you pick it up, it doesn't matter. Put it down each time. Only then... Do you get to start telling yourself a different story? The one where you pick yourself up off the ground, the one that you honor the fight you've been in, you respect how beat up you feel. The story may start with, here I am, it's 2021, and I'm working towards better. I'm alive, I'm human, there's so much I've learned. There's more I don't understand, but I'm learning and I'm leading a real life. Only then can you start telling yourself the story of how much character you've built, how much capacity you now have to keep going, how much more wisdom and patience you've gained, how much you appreciate where you're at, what you've paid to get here, and how you've earned the ability to be here no matter where you're at. Only then does the door open to start telling yourself a new story. The one where you say, I can, I am, this is, because of this, what I know now is. Those are all prompts to help you with that new story. You'll notice the shift of the focus. Instead of gathering more evidence of how or where we're failing, It's shifting over to appreciating where we're at and the strength that we have to stand back up and the lightness we feel when we put down the weapons we've been beating ourselves up with. When we acknowledge and honor with kindness who we've become along the way. Someone who's strong and wiser. Someone with a lot of grit. Here's a common pitfall for many high achievers in traveling this road. What shows up is regret for not knowing this sooner, not practicing this sooner, and recognize it for what it is, simply another weapon available to beat yourself up with. It can sound like if I would have known this sooner, if I would have done this sooner, if I would have just done this before for my first application. Don't buy into any of it. That keeps the focus in the past and on failure. Acknowledge regret along with the other emotions you've been managing. Doubt, fear, uncertainty, guilt, shame. So that you can get back to writing and living the new story. Failing on every front is a perception. It's a focal point right now. It's viewing the world with one type of glasses on. They're generic glasses and they weren't made for you. Here are some steps to working through this so that ultimately you can see the beauty of who you are and the life you live. There is so much beauty and you have so much to be proud of. You can borrow my beliefs. Stop believing everything you think. Recognize this is simply where your mind is leading you. It's doing what it knows how to do. It's finding more evidence for whatever you're thinking about. And then put down the weapons that you're beating yourself up with. No matter how many times they're back in your hands, put them down. So that you can start a new chapter in the story of your life. I'm on the ground and pretty beat up. It's where I'm at, but not where I'm staying. I'm alive. I'm human. I'm doing the best with what I know and learning along the way. I'll never have certainty for the future. I can do my best to plan and hope and work hard. And then invite in the wisdom you've gained, the strength you've grown, the perseverance you have to keep going, and the appreciation for how far you've come, even if it doesn't look like it was, quote, supposed to. All so that you can see a little bit of perceived failure doesn't have to take up the whole view. Maybe you'll still want to use the term failure. You get to decide what to call it. The goal is to see that it's not your whole life. It's a tiny sliver. Failure distorts the view for high achievers. We easily buy into it that it's real and true and necessary. What we don't realize is that it can reproduce and soon cloud up our entire vision. While it's stealing our energy and depleting us. You aren't alone. Your life matters. Your work matters. Your energy matters. And there are ways to get out of the trap that our mind puts us in. We can stop beating ourselves up. We can develop appreciation for what we've been through. We can stand back up. We can identify the strength and the resilience that we've grown and demonstrated along the way we can also start to see intentions as guesses to stop judging ourselves in the future. I'm sending you so much love. We all wrestle with failure and we all can be the hero in our story. One last thing before we go, remember Advice Media, don't forget to schedule a demo with them to receive a $60 gift card and strategic insight on what your current online presence is doing or not doing for you. Contact Advice Media, DrPodcastNetwork.com forward slash Advice Media. Again, doctorpodcastnetwork.com forward slash Advice Media. I will see you all next time. Ciao. Create clarity and simplicity with all of your marketing so that the people you serve know how you can help them. As a StoryBrand certified guide, I help physicians create this to launch or grow any type of business. Sign up for a consult call with me at georgemdcoaching.com.